Hello, this is Reading with Finus, Traveler Edition. I'm out traveling. I'm in my hometown of Indiana for my B-Day. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday to Finus. I'm still reading. I wasn't going to read on my vacation, but I just got to read every day. Just my thing. I enjoy it too much. I enjoy butchering words way too much. There's nothing like doing it with the, with the, another day on your life, another, another year under your belt. It really shows you how much you've learned in your life. Um, follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, hey, hey. Try to read every day. If not, I got you. Here's the story for today. The guy, Oh, I'm reading. Did I say I'm reading Japanese myths? The story from Japanese myths that I'm reading is the Goblin of Oyama. In the region of the Emperor Ichijo, many dreadful stories recurrent in Kyoto in regard to a demon that lived on Mount Oi. This demon could assume many forms sometimes appearing as a human being he would steal until into the kyoto and leave many of a home destitute of well-loved sons and daughters these young men and women he took back to his mountain stronghold and said to to narrate after making sport of them he and his goblin companions made a great feast and devoured these poor young people even the sacred court was not exempt from the, these awful happenings. And one day, Kim Atake lost his beautiful daughter. She had been snatched away by the goblin king, Shutinjoi. When he, this sad news reached the ears of the emperor, he called his consul together and consulted how was uh, how they might slay this dreadful creature his minister informed his majesty that Reiko was a doughty knight and advised that he should be sent with certain companions on the perils but worthy adventure Reiko according accordingly chose five companies and told them what had happened <clears throat> ordained and how they set out upon an adventurous journey. And finally, to slay the king of the goblins, he explained that subtly, he'd explained that subtly of action was most essential if they wished for success in their enterprise, and that it would be well to go disguised as mountain priests and to carry their armor and weapons on their backs, carefully concealed in unscrupulous, unsuspicious-looking knapsacks before starting upon their journey. Two of the knights went to pray at the temple of Hachiman, the god of war, two at the shrine of Kawano, the goddess of mercy, and two at the temple of Ganjin. When these knights had prayed for a blessing upon their undertaking, they set out upon their journey and in due time reached the province of Tamba and saw immediately in front of them Mount Oya Oi. The goblin had certainly 
chosen the most formidable of mountains. Mighty rocks and great dark forests obstructed their path in every direction, while almost bottomless chasms appeared when least expected. Just when the, these brave knights were being beginning to flee, to feel just a little disheartened, their three old men suddenly appeared before them. At once, these newcomers were regarded with suspicion. But later on, with the utmost friendliness and thankfulness, these old men were not were none other than the deities to whom the knights had prayed before setting out upon their journey. The old man, the old men presented Raikul with a jar of magical sake called Shimbin Kidoku Su. Um, a cradle for men, but poison for goblins. Ooh, advising him that he should should by strategy get Shutinju to drink it. Whereupon he would immediately become paralyzed and prove an easy victim for the final dispatch. No sooner had these old men given the magical sake and preferred their valuable advice, then a miraculous light shone round, round them, and they vanished into the clouds. Once again, Rackle and the, his knights, much cheered by what had happened, continued to ascend the mountain. Coming into the stream, they noticed a beautiful woman washing a blue-stained garment in the running water. She was weeping bitterly and weeped away her tears with the long sleeves of her kimono. Upon Rackle asking who she was, she informed him that she was a princess and one of the miserable captives of the Goblin King. When she was told that it was none other than the great Rackle who stood before her and that he and his knights had come to kill the vile creature of that mountain, she was overcome with joy and finally led the little band to a great palace of black iron, satisfying the the sentinels by telling them that her followers were poor mountain priests who sought temp temporary shelter. After passing through long corridors, Racco and his knights found themselves in a mighty hall. At once, at one end, saw the awful Goblin King. He was of gigantic stature, with bright red skin and a mass of white hair. When Rackle meekly informed him who they were, the Goblin King, concealing his merit, bade them a bade them bade them be seated and join the feast that was about to be set before them. Thereupon he clapped his red hands together, and immediately many beautiful damsels came running in with an abundance of food and drink. And as Rackle watched these women, he knew that he had once lived in a happy home in Kyoto. When the feast was in full progress, Rackle took out the jar of magic sake and politely begged the goblin king to try it. The monster without demure or suspicion drank some of the sake and found it so good that he asked for a second cup all the goblin all the goblins partook of the magic wine and while they were drinking Rackle his and his companions danced the power of his magical drink 
soon began to work. The Goblin King became drowsy, till finally he and his fellow goblins fell fast asleep. Then Rackle sprang to his feet, and he and his knights rapidly donned their armor and prepared for war. Once more, the three deities appeared before them and said to Rackle, We have tied the hands and feet of the demon fast, so you have nothing to fear. While your knights cut off their, of his limbs, do you cut off his head? Then kill the rest of the Oni spirits, and your work will be done. Then these divine beings suddenly disappeared. Wow. That's the end of that story. Basically giving Rackle the, the free reign to start killing people. He's like, I got them tied up for you. You got them sleep. Really, it's going to be like a piece of cake you're going to be cutting. It's going to be like a piece of cake. You get that? That's the joke. That's my favorite thing. Uh, spirits, all again, helping. Just helping whenever they can. Uh, I like it. Uh, thank you for listening to Reading with Finest. That was Reading with Finest. I'll be back tomorrow, maybe, uh, to read to you again. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, this is the time to read every day because I may not be here every day. Um, but it's okay. Don't cry. It's all right. Things, I, I get older. Things happen, you know? Um, but yeah, that was that. Thank you for really listening. See you tomorrow.